Hello and welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to create their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. If you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious mind to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There are no such things as coincidences in life, so just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Welcome back to the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. How are you all doing? Now, it's a bit of a grey December day here in the UK, so if you're seeing that same grey weather and you're listening to this, I am going to do my absolute best to brighten up your day. And if you're listening to this in the States and it's really, really sunny, then I'm not jealous at all. Um, It's funny because I do really like winter weather. I like that kind of cosying up with a blanket and a hot chocolate watching a film kind of feeling. But then we always want what we can't have, don't we? So I then sit there thinking, oh, I miss the summer. I miss going for walks. I wish it's still being light at like nine o'clock at night. But anyway, today's episode is all about positivity. So let's ditch the gray vision and let's focus on some really good stuff. Now, I have some really exciting podcasts coming up for you in the, new f- in the next few episodes. And I am doing a little mini series where I'm interviewing some amazing people and they're going to be talking to you about some really juicy topics and more info about the next one coming up at the end of this episode. But you need to keep your eyes peeled for the updates on that. And if you're not already following me on Instagram, then why not hop over, follow me there. I put loads of updates in my stories and my posts about who's coming on the podcast, what we're talking about. And my Instagram is Victoria dot maskle. So head over to Instagram. If you're not already following me, then follow me there. And if you have any particular questions about the things I talk about, or if you have an idea for a podcast episode you would like me to do, then please, please, please let me know. In fact, in the episode that has just gone up where I have been interviewing Kimberly Wenya, I had quite a few people who were asking me about how to use the law of attraction to manifest their soulmate or how to overcome a bad relationship and move forward. And actually Kimberly answered that question. So that could be you. If you've got a question that you want me to answer, send me a DM on Instagram and I would love to include it in the podcast. Right, now today's episode 
is all about visualization. And if you liked the Law of Attraction episodes, then you are going to love this one because I'm dedicating a whole episode just to visualization. I've touched on visualization in some of the previous episodes, but nope, today's episode is all about it. And I'm going to be explaining, I'm really sorry if you can hear that, a motorbike, the loudest motorbike in the world, has just driven past and it looks like it's about to park outside my house. So I'm really, really sorry. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm dedicating the whole episode to visualization. I'm gonna be explaining some of the mistakes that people often make with it because I think it's really common for people to try visualization and maybe not get the results or feel like it has to be in a really, really set process and then they think they're not doing it right. I'm going to be busting some of the myths and then giving you a plan for how you can use visualization to manifest anything, whether that's your dream job, your dream partner, uh, maybe a money goal, literally whatever your heart desires. Now, whilst I'm talking about the law of attraction, have you got your copy of my three-step guide yet? I have created this beautiful workbook that removes all of the confusion, it gets rid of all the millions of steps that sometimes come with the law of attraction, and what I've done is I've broken it down into three easy steps that work, and this is what I use myself, this is what I teach my clients, so you can now benefit from all of this knowledge and you can go and get your own copy. You just need to click the link in my bio if you follow me on Instagram. Well, I will put the link in my show notes and you will get an email from me with this free guide. And it's this beautiful workbook where I explain the three simple steps, why you need to take them, and then there's space for you to fill in your goals and your information. It's, it's literally everything you need in one place. So go and grab your copy now so that you can have this beautiful workbook, you can have these three clear steps and you can stop feeling like... There's so much information out there and that's why I actually created this because I felt like there are so many books on this, there are so many different opinions, I felt totally lost with it and that's what led me to create this. So if you want a simple three-step guide to using the law of attraction, then go and grab yours now. Click the link in my bio in Instagram or you can click in the show notes wherever you're listening to this from and grab yours. Right, let's dive into the main bit of the episode now, Visualization 101. Okay, so the first place I want to start is why visualize? Now, if you're quite a strategy-driven person, you might not see visualization as 100% necessary because I think it can seem quite passive or it can seem like an added extra rather than like a core step to success. But actually, it is hugely, hugely important when you are trying to achieve any goal, whether that is, I don't know, to feel more confident, to get more clients or land your dream job or your dream partner. In fact, I actually had a message the other day from one of my beautiful listeners who had just started a new job and she'd heard that one of the people that she was working with that was there wasn't very nice. She'd heard from other people that she was a bit mean. And I messaged her back and said that visualization would be one of the perfect things for her. Now, if you're in a similar situation, maybe there's someone you work with who has got a bit of a a reputation for being nasty, or maybe you're starting a new job and you're really worried that some of your colleagues might not be nice. You've heard things on the grapevine. 
So then visualization is one of the things that can really, really help you. And what you would be doing is you'd be visualizing this new colleague as kind and funny and, you know, maybe going through how you really enjoy working with them and how it was a myth that they were mean and nasty. And because, you know, we have these preconceived ideas of people. And when we go into a situation thinking, oh my gosh, this person's really nasty, they're a bit of a bitch, they're really horrible then that is going to affect how you react to them. And then it can actually, excuse me, it can actually become a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if that lovely listener is listening to this, I hope this episode will just add to what I said to her. I won't say her name. She knows who she is. Um, And I hope it's all going really well for her. And if you've been in a similar situation, then keep listening because the information I'm going to be talking about in this episode can really, really help you. Okay, so let's dive into why visualize. So visualizing is basically, it's your way of programming your subconscious mind. Because whilst your subconscious mind is like the power, it's the driving force, it doesn't actually know the difference between real and imagined events. I think I've talked um, in an episode earlier about it being a little bit like a robot or a machine. And all it does is it pattern matches. It can't add reason. It can't add kind of time into things. It's literally just a case of what it sees, it takes it at face value. So it's your job to program your subconscious mind, program it every single day with what you want to happen. And here's the mistake that I see so many people making. They spend so long worrying about worst case scenarios. And it's so common and it's so normal. So if this if this is you, you are not alone. But what they're doing without realizing is that they're actually programming their subconscious mind to think that these bad things have actually happened. Because remember, the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between real and imagined, and it doesn't understand the concept of things happening in the future. So in earlier episodes, I've talked about affirmations and how you shouldn't say them in the future tense, because the subconscious mind lives in the present moment. So the future never happens for it. So if you're programming it and saying things like, um, I will be a confident person soon, well, soon never comes, so you never become a confident person. Or if you say, um, in the future, I'm going to make six figures in my business, well, the future never comes. So it's all about programming it in the here and now, but programming it for what you want to happen. So these people, they're spending so long worrying about the worst case scenario that they're programming their subconscious mind to think that these things have actually happened. So maybe you're listening to this and you're worrying about investing in a new program or a course, and maybe you just keep going over these scenarios in your head where the course doesn't fully work out, or maybe you're worrying about not making your money back straight away, or um, maybe you're, I don't know, looking to go for a promotion at work, and all you can think about is the interview going really badly, or telling one of your colleagues that you're going for this promotion, and them kind of laughing and saying like, what? Why are you going for it? You don't have enough experience. You know, whatever it is, if you are thinking about the worst case scenario, all you're actually doing is telling your subconscious mind, which is really super powerful, remember, you're just telling it that these horrible events are real and that that they've actually happened. And then what actually happens as a result is that your mind 
wants to keep you away from it. It wants to keep you away from anything like this in the future because its job is to protect you. And do you know what? That's a good thing in so many situations. But actually, these aren't real events. These are events that you're potentially thinking might happen on a conscious level, but your subconscious mind is presuming that they have happened. So spending money might feel really scary for you, but if that's the case, you're programming your subconscious mind that that's a real event. It's not just a potential. So what your subconscious is going to do is it's going to keep you away from it because it thinks it went badly last time. So it's like, oh my God, we're not going to let Susan do that again. We're not going to let Susan invest. We're not going to let Susan buy that new car or invest in that coaching program because God, it went awfully last time. But that hasn't actually happened. Um, Maybe going back to that interview scenario, if you're programming it saying um, you make a mistake in the interview or people, you don't get the job or it's embarrassing, then what's going to happen is in real life, when that interview comes up, your subconscious mind is going to put sneaky little blocks in like... Um, I've I've heard of people sleeping through their alarm or maybe you'll get sick and you can't go to the interview and it's all because of the power of your subconscious mind. And I think people don't really realise that this is happening. If you're listening to this and you've ever had anything similar happen where maybe, I don't know, you're a bit nervous about something and then you couldn't go to the interview or you couldn't go to the event because some weird chain of events happened that is not a coincidence. It's because you've been programming yourself to think that this is real and that this was actually going to happen. And your subconscious mind thinks it's already happened. So it's like, no way is Susan going to speak at that event. No way is Susan going to go for that pay rise because it went so badly last time. We're not repeating that. Now, to give you another example, maybe um, maybe you want to start a YouTube channel for your business. Whatever your business is, maybe you've decided that YouTube is the platform to be on, it's the place to be, but you've got these worries. You've got these worries about not having any subscribers or maybe getting negative comments or maybe it's like on a practical level. So you're worried about finding the editing really boring or confusing, or you're worried about being nervous on camera, not liking the way you look, etc, etc. To the subconscious mind, these worries are awful and they're real. They're real events, not potential events. So it's going to put obstacles in the way to keep you away from this perceived danger. And by the way, I just want to say again that this fear is totally normal. I've experienced it. I think probably everyone experiences it every single day. And we all experience this. And, you know, any fears that we have around negative comments, it's actually part of our programming. Because what we're really saying is that this is a threat to our survival. Because if you go back to caveman times, it was safer to be part of the pack. It was safer to be part of the group because then you were supported, you were looked after. I think I've talked about this in an episode before, but that idea of you don't want to be the wildebeest that's on the Serengeti that's left on its own because that is the one that gets eaten by the lion. And we've still got that in our brain. So our reptilian brain perceives negative comments from others or being ostracized, even if it's just a perception, it's not a real thing, it sees it as a threat to our survival. So it tries to keep us away from it. And that's why so many people hesitate when it comes to, I don't know, starting a podcast or a YouTube channel or doing something a bit different 
because they're worried that others aren't going to like it. And if others don't like it, the worry is that they're ostracized, they're no longer part of the group, and they get eaten by the lion. Okay, well, maybe not quite eaten by the lion in modern society, but you get my point. Okay, so that is why I think visualization is so, so important. Now what I want to do is I want to give you my top tips on how to visualize, the best ways to visualize so that you can actually implement this in your day-to-day life. Right, tip number one, do visualization every single day. Get into a pattern and it only needs to be five to ten minutes. You can like literally schedule it in like you do brushing your teeth or having a shower. In fact, do you know what? You can do visualization in the shower. There are no rules when it comes to this. Um, Whilst, you know, I'm obviously going to give you tips on visualization, there are no real specific rules. You can't really do it wrong unless you're visualizing negative things. But in a way, you're not actually doing that wrong. You're just visualizing things that you don't want to happen. But don't worry about this too much. Don't get bogged down in the detail and that there's a specific way of doing it and that it has to be in this specific way because then what happens is people don't do it. So the mistake is that lots of people think you have to visualize a hundred times a day. You must visualize 24-7. If you're not doing it 50 million times, then it's not going to work. And that's just not true. And to be honest, it gets really boring then. And then the emotions that you're using are all wrong and then people stop doing it. And it just doesn't have to be like that. And, you know, can you remember when you were a child and you were daydreaming? That's basically what visualizing is. And it can be really, really fun. Like maybe when you're a child and you did sort of imaginative play and you were imagining that you were a princess or an astronaut or, I don't know, maybe you were riding a unicorn through a field of sweets. I don't know. I I used to love Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as a child. Let me know if you love that film too. And actually, as a side note, I have refused to watch the new version of the film. Nothing against Johnny Depp, but I love the old classic version so much. Particularly that scene where, see, look, I'm visualizing it now and I'm, I can feel the positive emotions. You know, the scene where they go, I was going to say into a room, but I guess it is, that into that room and everything is edible. The flowers are edible. There are like candy canes hanging off the trees. Oh, I just love that bit. And that's what visualizing is. It's just going in your mind, daydreaming, and imagining whatever it is that you want to come into your life, and imagining that it's real, that it's happening, that you're there. And it feels really, really good. And it can take just five minutes. Five minutes a day can have a really, really profound effect. If you see it as fun, like child's play, it becomes so much better. And you can visualize in the shower, when you wake up in the morning, just before you go to bed. If you're, I don't know, if you're standing in a queue in a supermarket, you can do your visualization then. You don't need special equipment. All you need is your brain. And I'm pretty sure you're carrying that around with you all day. Pretty sure. Okay, this leads me on now to my second tip, which is a great way to supercharge your visualization. So if you want to manifest, I don't know, that dream partner, and incidentally, if that's you, make sure you check out episode number 12, where I interview Kimberly Wenya, who is just beautiful and wonderful, and she is giving her top tips on manifesting a partner. So go and check that out. Yeah, so if you're wanting to manifest a dream partner, a job, extra confidence or money even faster, then this is what you need to do. You need to use emotional fuel. 
okay? You need to use emotional fuel because it's like feeding your subconscious mind. Imagine like, okay, I'm clearly in a childlike mood today because I'm gonna give another analogy like this, but imagine you're like Popeye and your subconscious mind is being fed spinach. And you know what happens to Popeye when he gets spinach? Everything is stronger and better and he can punch through walls or whatever. I think I need to top up on what Popeye actually does, but you know what I mean. So using this emotional fuel is the fastest way to program your subconscious mind and it just speeds up the whole process because the more powerful the emotion, the more notice the subconscious mind takes and we want the subconscious mind to be all in with this visualization. We want the subconscious mind to be thinking this powerful positive emotion, this powerful positive visualization is true, is real and it's part of you. So something I say to my clients and something I teach to them is that the why behind their goals should make them cry. Like literally, your why should make you cry. And I don't mean like sad tears, like actually the complete opposite. What we're talking about here is really, really powerful emotions in your visualizations like joy and elation and excitement and love. That's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about emotional fuel. And what happens here again is, oh, it's this sneaky emotion of fear. People make the mistake that they're basically focusing on the strong emotion of fear. And what happens is fear is really, really powerful because it goes back to the idea that our subconscious mind's main job is to keep us safe. And we have fear, we have the part of the brain called the amygdala for a reason, because we are trying to stay safe. And fear can be a really good thing. Fear of, I don't know, falling off a building is really, really adaptive because we do not want to fall. But imagine that fear is still there, but maybe you are abseiling and you're really safe, or you are in one of those buildings that have the glass floor and it's super, super safe. You are not in any danger, but the same fear comes up. And that emotional fuel of fear is programming the subconscious mind. It's signaling danger. It's telling our subconscious minds to keep us safe, to keep us out of that situation. So unless we make a conscious effort, we are gonna be led by fear because it's protective. And our job is basically to survive in life. If we're being really critical, it's probably to survive and procreate and have children and pass on our genes, but that's for another episode. Now, I go into so much more detail on this in my course, my Money Mindset course, which is coming out in January. I'm so, so excited to be sharing this with you really, really soon. And what I've done is I've created a step-by-step course on how to transform your money mindset using visualization, using powerful emotions. So if you're a female coach, maybe you're a consultant, a mentor, and you're struggling to get clients, or maybe you're just struggling to get consistent clients and have consistent income, or maybe you're doing really well, but you just know deep down that there are some money blocks that are holding you back. Maybe you've done some work on them, but you still feel like you're stuck, like you can't move to that next financial level. If any of that is you, then this course will be perfect for you. It's gonna have everything you need to discover and rewrite those money stories that are holding you back. And one of the specific things I dive into 
is my unique formula for using visualization to reach and then exceed your money goals. So this course is launching in January and if you want to know any more about it, then send me a DM on Instagram and I will give you all the details. Okay, now the third thing I want to talk about is a mistake I see people making when it comes to visualization and it's that they don't have a clear enough goal. So if you don't know exactly what you want, if you don't know like where you're going, what the specific thing is that you're aiming for, what happens is you end up creating vague visualizations and these just aren't powerful enough to have an impact on your subconscious mind. It's all about, it's literally all about the details when it comes to visualization. So let's say you are listening to this and you're thinking that you want more money. Well, how much more? Do you want 10 pounds? Do you want 10,000 pounds? And why? Like, what's the why behind this goal? Why do you want it? What are you going to do with it? Are you um, going to pay off that credit card that has just been that horrible nagging feeling each month and you just want to feel free from it? Are you going to invest? Are you going to invest to a course or hire a coach? Or are you going to take that trip to Disney? You know, the one you've always been dreaming of, the one where you stay in the princess castle, I want you to be super, super specific. I want you to think about the nitty gritty and get into the details of what you want. And then what you can do is you can incorporate this into your visualizations using all of your senses. So when it comes to visualization, you want to be thinking about how you're feeling, what emotions are coming up. And if you can create those in your body whilst you're doing your visualization, then that just adds to that emotional fuel I was talking about. I want you to think about what you're saying to people and vice versa, so what they're saying to you. Um, You can imagine what you're wearing. Are you carrying um, a beautiful Chanel bag? Are you wearing really comfy clothes? Are you eating certain foods? What are you doing? Literally, in your visualizations, I want you to go through all of your senses and incorporate this detail into your visualization. Because if you've got a really clear goal, you can do this. But If it's a vague goal like, I want to make more money, then it's hard to create a specific visualization because you don't really know what more money looks like. Or if you're saying your goal is to be happier or more positive each day, I want you to really think about what that looks like. Does it mean that when you wake up in the morning, you feel more excited? Or do you go to work and you hear people saying, oh, Susan, you look really great today. Oh my goodness, that dress really suits you. Wow, you're really smiley. What's different? Whatever it is, you need to go into the details. When you've got that clear goal, you can create these really, really detailed visualizations and then you're programming your subconscious mind really, really powerfully. Okay, I feel like I'm not breathing in this episode. I feel like I'm sort of splurging out loads of information, so I just need to take a breath. Okay, Now, my final tip is to be like the mind police for your own brain, okay? You need to be a detective. I want you to be like a detective and I want you to hunt out any sneaky negative visualizations that are creeping into your day because fear is like a gremlin. It's gonna come back, it's normal because it's part of our survival. We can't remove fear. Because if we remove fear, that would actually be really, really dangerous. But remember, the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. So it's like consciously we can say, well, that probably won't happen. Or I'm just worrying about things that I don't need to be worrying about. 
the subconscious mind hears the word fear, all the alarm bells start ringing, and it's like, keep you away from this situation. So, you know how, let me give you another analogy. You know how when, once you've learned to drive, it's just automatic, isn't it? You can pretty much drive without thinking. Now, obviously you are paying attention because you're driving and there are other cars on the road and stoplights and all of that stuff. But really, the skill of driving has actually become automatic. So it's your subconscious mind that's doing the driving. Well, the same can be true when it comes to negative thoughts. If we are literally just so used to telling ourselves that, I don't know, we're clumsy or we're shy or we're not good at making money or we're not good at something then we actually stop noticing when we're thinking like this. Just like that you stop noticing how you're driving. You just do it because it's an automatic skill. So every day what's happening is we're programming our subconscious mind to keep us being clumsy or shy or not good at something. So what you need to do here is you need to notice when you're thinking these things and you need to switch it up to something positive. And honestly, this does get easier and easier, I promise. It takes a little bit of time at first because you don't even realize you're saying these things to yourself. But once you start switching them up, it becomes really, really easy. Now, I actually used to have this belief. I think I talked about this in possibly episode one, actually. I used to have this belief, this thought that I wasn't a sporty person. And if you spoke to some of my friends from school, they would vouch for this. They would be like, yep, you were the one always trying to get out of PE. You were always the one having a note from your mum. Thanks, mum. She does listen to this. And, And that was me because I just thought, like, I'm not a sporty person. And okay, I don't have a desire to run a marathon right now, but I have honestly challenged this belief and so much so that a few years ago, I actually became a Zumba instructor and I ran some some charity events, some Zumbathons, where there are actually over 500 people following me on a stage doing Zumba. Now, the old me would literally have never thought that was possible because I was literally telling myself every day, I wasn't a sporty person. I wasn't good at athletics. I was, I literally was always that last person running around the track. In fact, just thinking about that now, I can picture myself. And PE teachers at the time were trying to be so nice and they would get everyone watching the last people running around the track and trying to cheer them on. But for me, I was just like, no, go away, stop looking at me. I felt so embarrassed to be the last one running around the track. And if anyone else can relate to this, it's... I don't know. I don't know if it's a thing about girls in sport or maybe it's just a limiting belief some of us get that we're not good at things and athletics isn't the sport for everyone. There are so many different sports out there. Yoga, dance, walking. I mean, it's it's limited. That's that's for another episode. But anyway, I over time just started to change my thoughts and I started to change my visualizations and I didn't do this until I was an adult, really, because it was so ingrained in me as a child. It was just like, oh, yeah, that's me, not sporty. Um, But I started to realise that actually I was quite good at dance and quite good at gymnastics. And, like, I'm not Beyonce. I am not Queen Bee when it comes to dance. But I can hold my own in Zumba. And I realised that I loved it. So what I did was I basically used that powerful emotion to create new visualizations that led to what I wanted. And you can do exactly the same. 
maybe, and it doesn't have to be anything to do with sport, obviously, maybe you're always telling yourself, I don't know, that you're not good with money, that you can't make money, that you spend it, um, and maybe this has even become automatic. So what I want you to do is start looking out for times when you're telling yourself this. Start looking out for times when you're saying this to yourself, when you're using certain phrases, and start switching it up to something that actually fits your money goals. And use the emotional fuel that I talked about in step two to really supercharge it. Now, if you're that person who finds visualizations difficult, if you would say you're not a visual person, you don't really know how to do it, you kind of get the idea, you get the concepts, but you don't do it, because you're not really sure how, well then don't worry. I've actually created an amazing audio that guides you through a visualization specifically for any form of financial success. And what this audio does is it actually helps you to get into the alpha state, which is an ideal way for visualizations. And you can use this audio at any time of the day. Now, the alpha state, if you don't know, is basically let's think of it as the doorway to your subconscious mind. And it's just another powerful way to supercharge your results. Um, And this is actually another thing that I go into much more detail in my money mindset course. So if you want an easy way to visualize, you can get this amazing audio that I've created. And right now, as you're listening to this, and I think this episode is going up in the second week of December, I think it's going up on the 9th or 10th of December. Um, There is currently, and for a few more days, uh, maybe even a week, um, a huge discount on this audio at the moment on my website. Now this audio is normally 49 pounds, but it is currently just seven pounds for a limited time only. So if this is you, if you want to have a guided visualization audio that's all about financial success, and this can be any form of financial success, it's not specific to coaches, it's not specific to a certain amount of financial success. If you want to grab that, all you have to do is just hop over to my website, which is victoriamaskell.com, click on the shop and you can grab yours and I'll put all of the details in the show notes for you so if you want any more details that's where you can go okay so just to recap then here are my top visualization tips my visualization 101 firstly you need to have a clear goal you need to know what you want and then you can build your visualization your specific visualization around that and you can use all of your senses to make it really clear and really detailed You only need to do this for a short amount of time every day. It doesn't have to be boring. It doesn't have to be time consuming. It's so easy to make it part of your routine. And I actually really recommend that people do make it part of their routine. So where possible, you do it when you brush your teeth or when you have a shower or maybe you have to, I don't know, walk to the train, walk to the tube on your commute to work, something like that. Make it part of your routine. That's when you do your visualization for five or 10 minutes. Tip number three is to use that emotional fuel. Focus on how it's going to feel to achieve your goal and make sure you're focusing on the positive emotions rather than letting yourself be led by fear. And then the fourth tip is just to notice any negative visualizations that you're doing or negative thoughts that you're having without realizing it. And then transform them, flip them into positive ones. Okay, so now um, I just want to say before I go that I want to talk about an episode that I have coming up and it's going to be all about 
body positivity. Now, this isn't something I've talked about on the podcast yet, and I'm actually going to be talking to an amazing coach, Sammy Wilkinson, who is um, on Instagram, the Body Love Blueprint coach. So if you want to check her out on Instagram, that's where she is. And she specializes in helping women to love their bodies and to heal their relationships with food. And I know Sammy is going to be giving us some amazing advice, ready for the holidays coming up. She's going to be talking about ditching diets and actually getting to the root cause of why we eat the way we do and so much more. So it's going to be all about body positivity, food positivity, and I I just can't wait. I'm so excited to have her on the podcast. Now, if you think someone you know would love that upcoming episode, then please, please, please share the podcast with them. Tell them to tune in, tell them to find me on Instagram so that they can get updates about when that episode is going to be launching. Okay, so I hope you all have a really, really great day. I hope this has brightened up your day. It's it's actually got dark as I'm recording this. It was grey before, but it's actually got dark. Anyway, I hope you have... That's, I, I've, I've just ended on a really negative note. Okay, let's all think of a visualization of sunshine and beautiful blue seas and sandy beaches and just walking along and feeling the sun on our face and the sand between our toes and just relaxing on a sun lounger. Anyway, okay, I'll end the episode there. It's been so great to talk to you all. If you have loved this, then send me a message on Instagram. If you're looking forward to the episode with Sammy about body positivity, then let me know. And I will see you all in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. It would totally make my day and you would help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.